Have you dreamed of bigger things for your life? Then you are in the right place. Each week, you will be given tips on how to change your inner dialogue, conquer your goals, and ways to step into a higher version of yourself. I'm your host, Lauren Kubat. I'm a motivational speaker who hosts personal development events. I'm a sought-after fitness instructor, a wife, and a mom of two young boys. I'm obsessed with all things personal development, and I believe anyone can achieve the life they want. Let the Become Your Vision podcast be the inspiration you need to step into greater things. Now let's go. Hey guys, welcome to the show. I'm super excited about today's guest because honestly, it has been a while since I've had a guest on and I really have missed it. But to be honest, I haven't been putting pressure on myself to myself self. I said selves. I'm not multiple. <laughs> I'm one person. <laughs> um, that that would be nice though sometimes if I can have <laughs> multiple versions of me. I don't know if that would be good or bad. But anyway, uh, I haven't been putting my pressure on myself to have a certain number of interviews or post, you know, every single week. I try my best, you guys, but I really want it to be, you know, fitting. I don't want to pressure myself to do this because this is like a hobby for me. And today's episode, I enjoyed it so freaking much. My guest is Tara Garrison. I've been following her on Instagram and TikTok. And what I love about her, her workouts are really, really good. Um, She's beautiful um, inside and out, just has great energy. She's super, super fit. Um, and her story is relatable because she didn't always used to be that way. You see people online and you're like, oh my gosh, they have it so easy. They don't. Everybody has had a journey. Everybody has started somewhere and nine times out of 10, they were at a place in their life where they didn't like what they saw in the mirror. And they've, it's taken a lot of, you know, effort to get to the point where, you know, they look a certain way. Again, it's not all about how you look, but I was like, gosh, you know, she looks super strong and I love that and I can appreciate that. But anyway, let me give you a little background on her. Tara Garrison is a founder of Hire, a health and life coaching company that offers training, nutrition, mindset, and biohacking coaching. She has helped many celebrities, professional athletes, and top executives optimize their health. Tara is the author of Short-Term Keto, host of the Inside Out Health podcast, creator of Hire Retreats, and producer of the Coach Tara app. Now, she talks about how she was on keto before and short term and how she doesn't follow that anymore. But at that point in her life, it helped her. And we go all over the place. She is a mother of four kids. We talk about the type of training that she follows. And we talk about how one type of way of doing something may not fit for everybody else. Your body is so freaking different. Everybody is unique. We all hold fat and store fat in different places of our body and, you know, some places a little bit more than others. Like she talked about how she's, you know, in the past she really struggled with her legs, how her legs were were big. She heard comments from her husband, whatever. And, you know, she just has thicker, a thicker lower body, but she's, I got, she's gotten to the point where they're super toned. You would never be like, oh my gosh, she has big thighs or anything like that. Um, That's unkind anyway. But anyway, you know what I'm saying? She looks fantastic. She is, she's so confident in who she is as a a person. And that is just so inspiring because I think we can all relate to getting down on ourselves, right? And she talks about the work 
that she had to do to get to that point where she's like, you know, looks at working out as something that is fun and how she appreciates her body. She talks to her body so kindly and super inspiring. She shares the tips to get to that point because that could be a hard journey. Um, We talk a little bit about uh, supplements, her cardio, her, I think I mentioned that workout split, lifting heavy. Um, Yeah. And all her things areas where she's offering content and help and all of that. We talk about that at the very end. As a reminder, if you love this episode, please make sure you share it. It helps her. It helps me. It's spreading the love, really. Um, And I love this episode so much. I feel like that was such a treat for me. And then the fact that I get to offer it to the world and put this out into the world, you know, is, uh, is fun and such a reward. So thank you so much for tuning in and enjoy the show. Okay. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. I I appreciate you tuning in today. I'm kind of fangirling a little bit oh <laughs> because I met this woman, Tara Garrison on TikTok. Met, I guess started following, but we just like, I feel like hit it off right away, just pre-intro here. Um, but if you follow Tara, you will see a woman that's like super fit, super determined, um, very like straight to the point, no sugar coating. Um, what I love about your content, and I'll leave your link and everything to your TikTok and your podcast and everything here in the show notes, but I love how you explain like proper form because I'm a group fitness instructor. I feel like I still have so much to learn. And I'm like, there was something you posted about like biceps, like really focusing on the burn in your biceps. And I'm like, you are so knowledgeable. And I love learning information, especially from like other women. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah. So that's, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) <laughs> and I didn't, I didn't start there for sure. I was just like any other, like stay at home. Mom had no idea what I was doing. So yeah, I'm hope for my sisters out there. Like you can learn it. <laughs> yes. Yes. And like you're, you're super badass. She's super ripped. Um, beautiful. So I'm like, I want to pick your brain on so many things. Thank Let's you. go back. You mentioned not always being that way and, you know, not knowing what to do. So can you take us back to, we all love like the, just like the the beginning, knowing like, hey, she has been right where I have been too. So take us back to the early stages of your fitness journey and how you have evolved over the years. Okay, sure. I mean, the short story is started getting chubby in third grade was kind of that girl. I know there's a lot of that who can relate. It was just like weight was always a struggle growing up. I always felt like you know, how come those girls can eat like two packs of Reese's cups and a Dr. Pepper for lunch. And they're like, have no issues. And I'm like eating like half a turkey sandwich with like <laughs> one piece of bread on it and like skim milk. Cause that's how, you know, that's what you thought was healthy <laughs> the way back then, you know, totally. Um, but low calorie, that. zero calorie, <laughs> yeah. all <of> right. It. <laughs> right. Low fat, starve yourself, you know, like, but I, I never could. Cause like, I don't, <laughs> I don't yeah. know if any, I, I'm kind of glad I couldn't obviously, but you know, yeah. it was always a struggle. Then I had four kids and I did run. I always ran. My mom was a runner. She even went to the Olympic trials in 1968. So she, and she didn't qualify because they didn't even have her event yet. It was so early in women's running, but she loved running. She was like one of the top five in the nation for, you know, a while. And so she took us to the track and taught us to run and stuff, but we ate standard American diet. So I had like this little, like, you know, this little outlet. And then when I was a mom, I was like, your typical, 
half marathons, 10 milers. And then I got into full marathons and I was still overweight. So cardio. yeah, exactly. The chronic cardio trap and just, you know, kind of eating healthy, but not really making like that big of nutrition changes. And so that got me to like the biggest I had ever been after my fourth, I was probably like pushing 40% body fat. So Mm -hmm. I'm like five, six and a half. And I was like 175 pounds, no muscle. Mm -hmm. So you can kind of get the picture. Right. Mm -hmm. And then I, you know, I'll give you the, the short version, but then I finally picked up weightlifting. So I got to the point where I was like running long distance and doing like all the workout classes. And it was just, it was just always like, go, go energizer bunny stuff. You know, I didn't have muscle. And so then when I started weightlifting, I kind of fell in love with that. And then as a desire to like see my muscle and see my results, then I started to get the nutrition piece on. And that's when everything started to change. And I got faster and running too. Um, So I had tried to qualify for Boston three times. I kept missing it by nine minutes. Exactly. Mm. I was like, man, I guess I'm just maxed out. I'm like missing this to the exact, almost the second, you know, that's a crazy thing over 26 miles. And then the next marathon I ran after weightlifting and losing weight and eating, you know, changing my nutrition completely, I shaved half an hour off of my marathon and I barely even trained for that marathon. Wow. So I was like, whoa. So I, my first Instagram account doesn't exist anymore, but I started one called lift and run. And that was like, um, I was talking about how weightlifting was actually helping me be a better runner and how I felt like running was helping me have a lot more endurance in the weight room. And I grew that account. I actually deleted that account and I won't get into that story, but I started all over and, you know, that's kind of been my journey. I went through a keto phase. So I have a book called short-term keto. I did run the Boston marathon in ketosis. Wow. Um, I, I probably won't ever do that again personally, but I have trained ultra endurance athletes. You can optimize and it can be great for a lot of people. It's just not a fit for me. Um, grateful for my keto journey, but there were a lot of benefits I got from that, but coming out of it, uh, is when everything went boom. It was like, I got all the benefits of keto and brought cars back in. And so I wrote a book about that in 2021, I think it was that it came out mm. short-term keto. And so, yeah, that's kind of my, my journey yeah. with fitness. And now I just lift and, you walk and lift and walk. Okay. <laughs> so no cardio now. Um, not intensive cardio, except I will do high intensity interval training. Okay. Usually once a week, every once in a while, I might do an extra one, but about once a week, um, it's usually Fridays. It's my Friday fun day. I love those, you know, but they're short and sweet, but I walk for like an hour every day, like uphill on the treadmill every day. What's your incline? Um, usually like 11 or 12. So it's 11 and 12. Okay. And what speed? Um, between 3.5 and 4.0. So I've worked up to that. I mean, that's. And so now that's not super hard for me. And sometimes I have a busy day and I only do like 30 minutes or something, but ideally most days I'll just like work. I check in with my team and my emails and social media and all the things. And I just do that while I walk for an hour. That's been awesome. So I don't run, I haven't run in like probably a year and a half. Yeah. And it's been really easy to stay lean without doing all of that high intensity cardio. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So do you walk after you lift? Um, that would probably be ideal for most people listening to this. I am pretty fat adapted from doing keto and, um, and I intermittent fast. So meaning like, I'm not really super reliant on my glycogen stores, my carbohydrate stores and my muscles and liver to perform well. It doesn't take a lot out of me. So I do it before I personally Mm -hmm. prefer that. I also just kind of get that boost. So I'm kind of like in this good mood, you know, when I go to do my lifting. So that's what I do, but um, some people might get tanked by that 
you know? And so that's why, you know, just, you can do it either way, but that's just what I prefer. I love that. What made you start picking up weights? You said like I was a runner and then, you know, you weren't seeing any changes. In fact, you were, you know, at your highest and, Mm -hmm. um, just kind of, and and running, I used, I ran a marathon and I used to be a big runner too, and I don't run anymore, but, um, it takes a toll on your body. And I was the same way. I'm like, I'm running so much and I'm not changing, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, I'm just like, I don't know, just, normal, I guess. I don't know. And, um, a little overweight and just didn't like the way things like things fit, but what enticed you to like, okay, I need to change something. Uh, it was multifactorial. Um, the, the first one was I was a stay at home mom at the time and my kids were little and I was, you know, I went to lifetime fitness and they had like the daycare thing. And I was just, I didn't, you know, I didn't want to get there super early and wake them up. So by the time I get there, it'd be like 10, I go to some 10 AM workout class or something. And it just felt like it was eating up my life, my whole day with my kids. Cause I kind of be bumming around until that started. And we go, then it's like almost, you know, one o'clock practically come home and eat. I was just like, dude, my whole life is getting eaten up by this going to the gym thing. And so Um, I decided to quit that and just join this little $10 a month gym down the street from me. And all they had was cardio equipment and weights. Mm. And I started going after I put my kids to bed, which I don't really recommend in terms of circadian rhythm, like at all, (laughs) but that was the option for me at that time. You know, yeah, you do what you can. Mm-hmm. And when you got babies waking you up all night, it's just like, you're not going to get up at five when you just can't even see straight, you know? So that's what I did. Um, and I was like, well, if I ever want to do anything besides just like the treadmill or <laughs> the stair mill, like, I guess I'm going to learn to lift weights. So that was part yeah. of it by just sheer necessity of like, okay, sure. Um, I like the other part of it was I did have some wounds around mm. my body. I had, you know, some stuff come up in my marriage that caused me to feel like I wasn't enough. And it, that was never true, but I like to share that, um, because, sometimes you can have really unhealthy motivators and they can drive action. So yeah, you can get fit through a place of not enoughness and proving your worth mm-hmm. and blah, 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 but you will never get there. You, you mm. will never get what you were looking for. You might get it temporarily like, yay, I'm fit now, but that's, that was never the problem. First of all, right. And two, then you got to go through this whole healing. Journey. You, you got to go through the healing, the emotional healing journey at some point, mm-hmm. the proving it through your body or, you know, people do this with money and career success and stuff too. Like proving it is never, it doesn't work. You got to do the healing, you know? So I, I share that too. Cause I've you know coached a lot of people who have been in that same boat and been able to help them get out of it. So I'm grateful that I went through that myself and that I was given opportunities to heal my relationship with myself and my body. Mm-hmm. And I'm not in that place anymore, but it did, does drive action when you're desperate. Yeah, right. <laughs> so I yeah. think that's relatable, whether, you know, it's, you, you know, you yourself or hearing it from a spouse or an ex, or, you know, you heard these things when you're, you were a child from a parent, a sibling, um, whoever in school, mm-hmm. um, from classmates, whatever. Um, I think we all have those wounds like that. We heard things about our body and totally there's areas of my body. I'm like, Oh, why is this still coming up? Because I heard it when I was a kid and I still struggle with those things. Um, so I think in one of your posts, you mentioned your, your ex, um, husband mentioned something about your legs and you kind of always had like a, a struggle with that area. Do you want to speak on that? Or do you know what I'm Sure. Talking? Yeah. I think it's relatable for people. Um, and you know, 
just saying like we were, I was 20, he was 22 when we got so young. So, yeah. you know, we were dumb young kids, <laughs> right? but, um, yeah, like I did, I used to really hold a lot of weight in my legs. Um, and you know, I remember, I, th- I can't remember if we were dating or if we were early married, but it was way back then. And I saw this like fitness model on a magazine. Right. And I was like, I just want my legs like that. Like this really, you know, <laughs> yeah, something a 19 or 20 year old girl would say, you know, and he was like, he said, your legs are never going to look like that. Mm. And I was devastated. Right. But that was yeah. like way before this phase. I mean, that was when I was really young. Um, but I kind of definitely, you know, felt that way. I, I did hold a lot of weight in my legs. You can see some of my before and after I did, you know, and that's okay. And mm-hmm. what, what's been like really funny now is like, it, I, I call them my anabolic legs. <laughs> anabolic <laughs> means like gross. So like, yeah, it's so hilarious to me all the time. People now are like, how did you get your legs like that? How did totally. you get the, your quads? How did you? And I'm like, I just have big legs. Like, mm. so I just want to put that out there for women too. Like if I didn't lift, I would still have big legs. Yeah. Something about my particular body. I'm able to build muscle and size. Like you're not going to have like really, really, really small genetic muscle bellies and build these like massive thick legs. Like I I think one of the greatest things that ever happened to me was when I stopped trying to look like anybody else. Mm. And, you know, I was just like, I'm just going to be fit and like, whatever that looks like cool, you know? So yeah, I've been through the, all those phases of like insecurity and not good enough and comparing myself and all of those things. And so I have compassion on all of it, but I can't even think of relating to my body like that. Now I've done a lot of deep relationship work with my body. And so to me, like putting pressure on how my body looks would feel like putting pressure on my kids for how their body looks. That's how it would feel to me. And it's just like, I would never, I would never do that because it's doing so much for me. Like think of everything, anybody listening, think of everything that your body's doing for you right now. Like your heart never stops beating how is it doing that? Holy smokes. Thanks heart. Your blood, your blood is so intelligent. Your cardiovascular Mm. system, your brain, all the things your gut is doing for you, your, 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 um, immune system, lymphatic system. Like we don't even know how it works. It is like a masterpiece. And so when we, when you really sit in that, it's just like, enough. It's just like, wow. Like if you see extra fat on your belly and I get it, you know, I work with women who are obese and men who are obese and like, I get it. You know, they're like, I'm not super thrilled about seeing like my belly hanging down Mm -hmm. my legs. Like I totally understand that. But if you can switch it to a place of like gratitude for everything your body's doing and build a relationship with it, you'll start to, instead of seeing that as like, ew, gross, I hate you. It's more of a like, Hey, what's wrong? wow, something's really going on here. Like I'm here to help. I'm here to support. Thanks for mm-hmm. saving my life thousands of times because yeah. my blood sugar would have gone too high and I would have died if you hadn't put this body fat on here. So mm-hmm. like, thank you, you know? And so that's the place I'm in with my my body and my legs. I don't, I don't care. I, I mean, I want to be able to, I want to be able to move well. I want to play. I want to mm-hmm. be able to, you know, jump across rocks on hikes and, you know, hike a mountain and not feel limited. You know, mm-hmm. that's the stuff that, drives me now. But in terms of aesthetics, like we, I don't think there's anyone in the world that doesn't go through the wounded stuff. You know, we all go through it, but if we can start to build an actual relationship with our body, like you would with your kid, it's everything changes and it becomes so much easier to make healthy choices, self-honoring choices. Cause you're like, you just want what's best for your body. Cause you're so grateful for it. So oh, that's so now. profound. You are 40, correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're 40. Okay. 
I know there's a ton of women listening right now because I hear it all the time in like my group fitness classes. And, you know, I'm not ashamed to admit, like I struggle, you know, last week I was like, God, why are you beating yourself up so bad right now? Um, what kind of work did you have to do to get to this point where you can look at yourself and be like, I would never, cause that's mm-hmm. right. I would never say those things to my kids. Right. But, you know, I think about it myself sometimes. So how do you get to the point where like, I wouldn't, you know, I don't even think about that anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so one, I'd say one of the key components, uh, I work with a woman named Catherine Dixon. I've been working with her for like six years. It's called clarity coaching, but it's basically like her own variation of the work of Byron Katie. So Byron Katie has a book called loving what is Mm. I would start there. That's a really, and you can do some of those exercises around your body and your relationship with your body. That's one thing. So loving what is by Byron Katie, you know, for general, Catherine can't coach everybody. So yeah, general people, that would be a good place to start. Another really important piece of that for me has actually been learning about my body. The more I learn about my body, I'm like, wow. I mean, like the next time you have a fever, like, or now, like look into like why your body has a fever. Oh my gosh. It's so intelligent. It's just like, oh, let's heat up the body because certain viruses can't survive that. Wow. Like it, the body is yeah, insanely intelligent. And so the more you learn about it, you just can't help, but just like bow down. You're like, Whoa, this thing is incredible. And I have one. My soul is like hooked up to one of these like really <laughs> cool, amazing machines, you know? So learning about it three is a, a meditation practice that I do pretty much every day. Every once in a while, I forget to do this at the beginning of my meditation, but I've been meditating for only 10 minutes a day. Like in terms of like, I'm actually sitting down and like, that's doable. It's not like an hour, like who has an hour. So 10 minutes is like doable. Right. And most people will avoid even 10 minutes, but 10 minutes is what we found in research that people will actually stick to. You try to do 20, you're going to start avoiding it way too much. So 10 minutes, I'm telling people, even if it's one minute, do that. Yeah. Cause at least it's some presence with yourself and like releasing your mind. But at the beginning of my meditation, I usually will like, it's a very common practice in meditation to kind of scan your body and become aware of it. And this for me personally, that is like, a, I thank my body. I'm like, thank you so much for everything. I, I see my, it's kind of a funny perspective, but I see my, like all my little cells and my microbes as like, almost like these little beings as part of this kingdom that I'm like the queen of, I'm the steward over. Right. And so I'm like, wow. Cause I don't know how my immune system does everything it does. No one does. Right. right. I don't fully understand the gut. Nobody does, but it is like, amazing when you get into it, even a little bit, you're like, mm-hmm. okay, I'll just like sit back and <laughs> respect and listen because wow, you know? And so I do this kind of like, thank you so much for everything you're, you're doing for me. And then I'll just kind of feel it. And I'm like, is there anything you need? And I just started playing with that. Right. I'm like, I might just be making up stuff in my mind, but I just well, started a question. Is there anything yeah. you need? Yeah. And it's like a thought in- or yeah, or, mm-hmm. you know, self-care right. or whatever. Yeah. Like, I mean, sometimes it was really obvious stuff like sleep, (laughs) like, yeah, Yeah. I know, (laughs) you know, or sometimes it's like, I I don't know. I would hear really out of left field things. Like actually you've been kind of sloppy in the gym. Like you need to like, take it up a notch. Like you get off your Mm. phone and like, like, let's go. I'm like, Oh wow. I wouldn't. (laughs) Yeah. Where did that come from? (laughs) Rest and You know? And sometimes it was like, Hey, just walk for a little bit, go get in nature. Like I would, I don't know. I didn't know if I was just making stuff up or not, but I just rolled with it. Sometimes I'd hear fish oil or beef. I'm like, no, no, really? I might be making yeah. stuff up, but I'll just m- mess hurt. with it. And every single time I've done it, like it's always 
been awesome for me. So whether it's just myself and I'm taking a moment to listen to myself or, you know, intuition or whatever you want to do, that has been a huge part of having that relationship with my body is saying, thank you for everything you're doing for me. Is there anything you need? If there's one thing I could recommend, that's a very simple thing that you can do on the daily that has really improved that. And then when you hear something though, even if you're just making it up, Mm -hmm. you have to do it though. Right. Like you don't get that. It's like saying to your kid, like, thank you so much for being so sweet. Is there anything I can do for you? And they're like, (laughs) I want a sandwich and you just don't get it. It's like, okay. Yeah. Then stop asking, (laughs) you know, you're not going to build a relationship. So if you hear yoga, you gonna get your butt to yoga, you right, know, exactly. like just entertain it. And you will build that relationship of like mm. gratitude, listening, communication, love, respect. I'd say that's probably been the biggest factor in that. And then just the last thing would be like, um, when I do something physically hard, like I'll like kick butt in the gym or something, I will be like, good job. Like, yeah, good job. like good job yeah. buddy. Like, wow. You know, and good job me. Like, woo. right. You know, it's you this playful it. little thing with myself. And I'll just add one quick last one is, um, I did a lot of mirror work for a long time in terms of like self-love work. Right. Mm -hmm. So like looking myself in the eyes in a mirror. I mean, I did that probably every day for like, I don't know how long I did that probably like seven or eight months. Like it was a very consistent practice for me for a long time. And it was just like, you're beautiful. Thank you for everything you do. You have a beautiful heart. You have a beautiful face. I love your eyes. Like it's really uncomfortable and weird at first, like super, (laughs) you know? And then now, like, because I did that for so long, like I might be washing my hands and like, look up in the mirror and I'll just be like, you're beautiful. And it's a little (laughs) like funny little moment with myself, but it like really lifts you up, you know? And so like, it's, it's really important work to do because if you can't receive that kind of stuff from yourself, you're not going to be able to receive it from anybody else. And it will impact your relationship. So your, your husband or your boyfriend or whoever's like, you're so beautiful. And you're like, Oh my God, no, I'm not. That's what you're feeling inside. You might be, you might say thank you, but if deep inside you're like, no, I'm not Mm. like you are blocking love and intimacy in all of your relationships. And we have to do that work ourselves. Mm. Right. So that is like, if you want to be able to receive love, you've got to practice. Yeah. From yourself, you know, and so and so what you're saying is, you know, you are so beautiful, like looking at you, you know, you, and you have such a bright energy um, that, you know, in order to portray that, I think you actually have to believe it. And I can tell you, you totally believe it. And it's so true. It's like if you go anywhere and you're attracted to somebody, you know, on just like meeting like your potential friend or whatever, you're attracted to their confidence or what they're, you know, expressing. And it's like yeah. confidence attracts confidence, you know? And it's like, oh, I like this person, you know? And it's like, you have to start liking yourself and you, you great gave great um, tips there. I wrote down that book and just like the mirror work and just the questions that you ask yourself. So I think that's really profound. And I think, um, you know, that takes a lot of work and just starts, you know, with a little at a time, just a couple, you know, a couple minutes at a time, you know, Um, and we all have time for that. Yeah. Throughout the day, like right now, you can do it right now. Just be like, I love you. You're beautiful. You have a beautiful, yeah. I, you have a beautiful heart. That's so sweet that you smiled. That's so sweet that you're being supportive of these chicks on this podcast. That's really cool of you. Like just those yeah. little kind things to yourself. You yeah, know? absolutely. Yeah. Um, okay. So looking at you, you are super fit. You have a lot of muscles. Um, <laughs> you're, you know, you're defined, you're strong, you're confident. 
I want to pick your brain in the sense that, okay, everybody starts at a different place. Everybody has a different lifestyle. Um, what I just want to say, like what Tara does, doesn't mean you have to do these things. Right. <laughs> um, but I, I'm curious. All right. Mm-hmm. And, um, is there, what do you do when it comes to nutrition that supports your muscle growth? And do you Mm -hmm. aim, let's start with that, your your nutrition, just kind of some of the guidelines you typically try to follow. And then um, is there a certain number of grams of protein that you try to hit every single day? Sure. Okay. Um, Let me preface this by saying I have very, or at least it feels so I have very healthy digestive pathways. And I want to say that because not everybody can handle a lot of protein. I do stool analyses with my clients. So they send in a stool sample and we test their microbiome and I'm seeing like fermentation of protein quite a bit in people, Mm. you know? So if you don't have good stomach acid, which most people don't honestly, because of our stressful lifestyles, our environment, all the toxins and food and all that stuff. And a way you can know you don't have good stomach acid is usually you have some sort of gut issues or you might mm-hmm. have like acid reflux, heartburn, like that's usually low stomach acid is where that starts for most people. So if you don't have good digestive pathways and I'm like, yeah, eat tons of protein. That's what I do. And you're getting like bloated and feeling horrible or constipated diarrhea. Don't do that. <laughs> you <Right>. know, like <laughs> hire like a natural. Something's wrong. You know. <laughs> right. So don't, yeah. you know, like hire like a naturopathic doctor, functional medicine doctor, or some sort of holistic health coach like me that can like help you figure that out. Cause mm-hmm. then you can get to a place where you can eat pretty much anything, but a lot of people have gut issues these days. So like, I just have to, as a coach, you know, I'm not just an influencer. I'm a coach that holds influence is how I see it. And so like, I'm always a coach first. That is my job. That is what I do day in and day out. So I think that's great to preface that too. And like we all store fat differently and we all have different genetics and all of those things that, yeah, you know, we have different lifestyles, you know, sleep is a big thing, but yes. So thank you for prefacing that. Yes. And like, I mean, the, the quality of your uh, microbiome health is the quality of your health. And Mm -hmm. so if what I do doesn't work for you, don't feel like it needs to work for you. Like I, and I would really, you know, hire somebody, even if it's like a functional medicine doctor or something, if you're having gut issues, but what I do, um, let's see, like when I first started, I did have to go the route of, yup, I'm going to track my macros and my calories and like relearn how to eat, you know? So that. I, my clients often, I don't have everyone do that. It depends. Some people need to do like a rebuilding their relationship with food and their body journey first. But you know, most of my clients do, I do. I'm like, you, you've got to know what's going in. If you want, if you, you can't lie to yourself, you can't right. keep you will overeat our, but we are designed to want to have body fat mm. as a survival mechanism. Right. So it's not easy to lose body fat. It is not like any, so you gotta, you gotta be real with yourself. So that's Mm. what I did at first. Um, I stopped tracking. I kind of got the, got the gist of it pretty quickly. And I did get really lean. Like I got down to 11% body fat without tracking food, but I was really like, I mean, just really focusing on protein. I was living like the bodybuilder lifestyle, right? It's like almost all whole foods. Like the only thing processed I was eating were like protein bars and in whey protein, maybe yogurt. If you wanted to include that, you know, or cottage cheese, that's that's it. Everything else is real food. Right. So, um, after that I did keto for a year. And then now what I do is intermittent fasting that works really well for me. It's not going to work really well for everybody, but it works really well for me. Um, what are your hours? 
And I don't even really like do it like that. I would say I just, I wake up, I'm, you know, meditate, do a morning routine, go to the gym. And I just like wait until I get hungry. Mm. Typically for me, and I do believe that's important to like wait until your body actually gets physiologically hungry because that yeah. means you are ready to re- digest. <laughs> mm, right. So, um, yeah, just wait. It's usually, I mean, it could be as early as like nine some days on average. It's probably like 10, 10, okay. 11, somewhere yeah, in there. That sounds super late. Yeah. And then, you, do you know, I, coffee? Kinda, I do drink coffee. Yeah. Okay. And do I, you put anything I, in the coffee? Um, yes. Lately I have been using like the Laird superfood creamer. Ooh, wait, how to spell that? Uh, L A I R D. Okay. And I've done all sorts of things over the years, right? I've even put, you know, whey protein isolate in there if it's not too hot or, you know, MCT oil powder. I've, you know, I was keto for a while. So all the fatty stuff, but now it's usually just like some sort of little creamer like that. Yeah. I also really like the one from, um, super coffee. I believe it's called. It's like whey. Whey protein and MCT. That's I've had like that before. Clutch. That's clutch for me too. They I make like one. the individual. They do, but they also yeah. sell like the creamer. Mm. Um, so that's okay. I mean, I got, like two of those in my fridge. Like I use that a lot. That's an awesome, awesome. I'll have to look for that. Um, if you can handle whey, you have to be able yeah. to handle dairy. Um, okay. And so yeah, I just try to eat. I definitely focus on protein. I do. That, that is, I every single time I eat, it's like okay, protein, and then like the other stuff. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty much my philosophy. It's like try to eat as much nutrient dense real food as I possibly can. And if it's going to be processed, it better have some protein in it. Like built mm-hmm. bars. They're from Utah. I don't have any affiliation with them. They're freaking awesome. You like the built bars? Yes. They're so good. And I probably should get affiliated with them because right. I've like been telling the whole world, but I don't care. Like I just, I love their stuff. I just order it online. Um, and then, you know, uh, Greek yogurt or cottage cheese. Um, I will, I do eat chips. I eat chips guys. Um, like I usually do like Siete foods. They have Siete. Yeah. Avocado oil, you know, so I try, if I'm going to eat something like that, right. Like I'll dip it in cottage cheese. So that way I have Ah. and the chip and then a lot of, I'm like pretty generous with the cottage cheese. So I'm getting like a, you know, all three of those macronutrients. I do sour cream and salsa, but I need to do cottage cheese and salsa would be good. Yeah. And you could do a little of the sour cream too, if you like that creaminess, but like the yeah. cottage cheese is so high protein, right? Right. Um, yeah. Um, what else? So like a typical day, again, you know, you see those people on like TikTok and everything that you, what I eat in a day that everybody's <laughs> like, oh my God, I have to eat like her to look like her. I don't want this podcast to be about that. It's not, it's my curiosity. I just, I yeah. like, I like this kind yeah. of stuff. So your typical day. And even from this, you might, you know, think like, oh, I haven't had cottage cheese in a while. It's all over Am- uh, Amazon. It's all over. Like it's building up rage again. I don't know why. But popularity, they're finally all these like um, recipes with cottage cheese. Like you didn't really hear cottage cheese. Now you're hearing all about cottage cheese. But for me, I'm like, I haven't had cottage cheese in forever. And I'm like, oh, I actually enjoy this. So I got some. So maybe you'll get some like meal ideas from this as well. Okay. So like kind of go like your typical day. Yeah. The reason I've I've been asked to make one of those videos like five billion times. And the reason I haven't is because I'm like, I, I can't. I mean, it's so different every day. Right. I don't live like that. Like, yeah. I don't, I don't really think about food that much to right. be honest with you. Like, it's just like, I kind of have some things that I know nourish me and I feel good. So I'll share some of those things. Um, yeah. Like if I'm having a really busy day and I got to jump right in the calls, I'll probably just have like two built bars and maybe some coffee with like the super creamer or something like that. Right. 
Um, and then I get hungry pretty again, pretty quickly. And I, I try to have like, it's so once I start eating, I just eat whenever I'm hungry yeah. and then I shut Intuitive. it off. Like, yeah. And then I just shut it off about three hours before bed. Okay. So I am pretty like pretty, um, Regimented. it's not like I'm strict. It's just like, I want to go to bed and get up at the same time because mm. it will change your freaking life. Like if you want to be lean and have good muscle recovery and good mental health and good gut health, and you are not going to sleep and getting up around the same time every day, I am telling you like, don't care about anything else except that it will resolve so many issues. Mm. And so if you have like little babies and stuff and it's all over, like just be gentle with yourself and have a lot of grace because yes. it does make it like really hard. Okay. And that totally, no and end. when you're in it, you're like, Oh my yeah. God, this is messing up everything. It, just, it will do your best. It will pass. You, you, yeah, exactly. Right. If there's any moms listening, I'm like, Oh, don't pressure yourself. Like I, I get, it. I've been there. Yeah. Just do your best and don't sweat the rest. You know? Exactly. I love it. Um, yeah. So then I'll, you know, make, I'll try to have like some sort of something with vegetables, real meat, you know, I eat like chili a lot, or I just made a bunch of grass fed roast and I had like some sauerkraut from Costco, the wild brine Ooh, stuff. Yes. And I put a bunch of salt all over it and just, it's just like meat and sauerkraut, you know, just like try to have something substantial at that point. Mm. Right. And it, that just changes so much. Um, yeah, I had like eggs and avocado and God, what it was, arugula. Like I just make weird, I make up weird stuff. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's just like yeah. whatever I got. I'm like, this will be good. Sweet potatoes, yeah, and, you know, chicken. And then yeah, when I want like that crunchy fix, I'll probably you know do those um the that what I just described or sometimes like those wild. They're like chicken chips. I don't know if you guys have tried those. Mm, they're really no. freaking good. They're a little okay. pricey, but they're so good. And um. Let's see what else um, before bed. You said you cut off around like three hours before bed. Do you, are you like a sweet treat type of person? Not really. I mean, I used to be, oh man, I used to be like addicted to treats like so bad, but I, now if I really want something like that, like I just find some sort of healthy, it's not like I'm trying to be skinny. It's that's not right. the motivation. It's just, it's more about like how my brain feels, um, what I'm putting in my body because of that relationship with it. I don't get a lot of joy out of putting like crappy things in it that my body has to deal with. Like mm -hmm. I, I if, when I do that, I'm kind of like, thank you for dealing with that. So I can enjoy that. <laughs> right. <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, um, I did have some dark chocolate today, you know, like it's just, it, I kind of flow with it. Um, I just, I guess overall I do, you know, wait until I get good and hungry. I generally eat between about 10 and five, maybe six, you know, somewhere in there. And I get nice and full. Like I mm -hmm. eat to satiety. I do not worry about that. And then go to bed early, rinse and repeat. And that's been working really well for me to walk for an hour, lift, you know, yeah. and focus on protein, real food, fiber. You know, I don't eat a lot of things that are just fat and carbs. Right. Like you will, that will make it very hard to not, um, that would make it very hard to be lean. Right. Because it's just so easy to eat a calorie excess that way, you know? So I'm just like mindful of keeping things balanced and that's yeah. how I do it. Sorry. It's not, it's, no, I, it's not no, like, it's and great. then I have half a cup of asparagus. Like yeah, I just exactly. don't like that. <laughs> yeah. No, that's good because I think that's more real. So you, do you go to bed typically what? Eight o'clock? 
I, I start winding down at eight and then okay. eight 30 is kind of like, I just have these little cues kind of help me. They really yeah. do. It's, it sounds regimented, but it's not And eight 30 is kind of like, okay, I'm getting in bed. And then, um, what I've really been working on the last year is staying off electronics yeah, that's at night. And that's a huge change to make, mm. but if you can get there, like you will realize you've been missing so much sleep for what scrolling TikTok and Instagram. <laughs> I like know. I get it. It's tempting, but man, yeah. it will change your life. Yeah. Yeah. And then you wake up early. Yeah. I get up at five. Okay. Somebody you're going to, you're prioritizing your sleep, which is great. Yeah, definitely. Hey, just wanted to take a brief break to let you know that the chocolate protein crunch mostly is back in stock. It has 20 grams of protein. It was on a little hiatus because supplies, supplies were out. So we are back in stock, ready to go. If you're looking for something that is healthy, easy, so good, go to mymoosely.com. That's M-Y-M-O-O-S-E-L-Y.com. It is a high fiber, high protein cereal. I love to have it with almond milk cold. You can also warm it up make it as overnight oats. You can put it in your yogurt, in a smoothie. It's very versatile. Again, head to mymoosely.com, M-Y-M-O-O-S-E-L-Y.com to get your own. Now, do you, you mentioned um, like the Built Bars. Are there any specific brands of like whey protein shakes that you enjoy because there's so much out there. Mm -hmm. Um, There's, they put so much crap in them, certain brands, right? Is yeah. there any particular brand that you're like, okay, I, I can get behind these ingredients. Yeah. Um, a friend of mine, his name's Brad Kearns. He's, um, kind of in the primal paleo ish, you know, low carb athlete community. He's been doing this a long time. Like I used to read Brad's books and it's been cool to get to know him. And, um, he sent me some of his whey protein that I'm pretty obsessed with right now. Um, Ooh. it's whey protein and creatine okay. and it's called, I don't know. It's called like Brad's. I could probably pull, pull it up. I'm sure I'll be putting it on my website. Um, let me see if I can pull it up for you guys. Yeah. Ew, I don't, oh yeah. Yeah. Here it is. It's on Amazon. It's like B dot rad grass fed whey protein isolate super fuel. So yeah, it's pretty cool. So, so each serving of it has, Oh, he doesn't have it. I can't see it. B dot yeah. B it's like B dot rad. It's, that's his okay. podcast. B rad. So like B rad, right? It's a little, you know, okay. He's super cool. Yeah. Um, really great podcast too. Highly recommend. Um, but it, yeah, it's B rad, but the little dot and it's each scoop is 79 calories. Um, and 17 grams or 15 grams of protein. I swear it's different than that. Anyway, it's, it's, it's all like grass fed whey isolates, you know, they use like this cold processed, uh, so it doesn't denature the nutrients, you know, like they're, yeah. it's really high quality. And the fact that it has creatine in there is like really cool. So it's three grams. Yeah. 17 grams of whey, three grams of creatine in there. So that's like a really great, like post muscle recovery. Yeah. I've been doing two scoops of that ever since I got awesome. it. I'm pretty obsessed. Thank you. Um, can you speak on creatine? Because that's something like I just started taking recently. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you listened to Andrew Huberman, the Huberman mm-hmm. lab. Yeah. He talked a bit about creatine and I'm like, Oh, I found it interesting because for years I feel like it got a bad rap or maybe that was just the information I was 
you know, um, just subject to believe. Um, yeah. But especially for women, you hear like, oh my gosh, it's going to like make you like a man or like it's going to mess with your hormones or and they're finding actually that it can have a lot of benefits um, taking it. Yeah. It's kind of funny. Cause like, I literally have to go back into this mindset of like when I wasn't in health and like my yeah. brother was using creatine and I was a teenager <laughs> and like people thought creatine was like steroids right. or they thought it was like a mass gainer and it was going to like turn you into this inflated, like that's not what creatine does at all. Like that yeah. is a, a complete and total like misinformation, right? Yeah. It's so creatine is just a blend of three amino acids that help you do a few things. One is it helps you recover, right? Like it helps you rebuild it's glycine, arginine, leucine. I think I can't remember it off the top of my head, but really, really helpful amino acids for your muscles and your brain. Second of all, it helps you with energy production during your workouts. So it's really great. It's kind of weird for me to be honest, because like when I got on TikTok, it was like everybody and their dog all of a sudden was asking me about creatine and creatine's like, it's like, I'm like, what happened here? Like, huh. I don't know who did that is definitely like some sort of weird social media push thing. Cause like, for me, it's like, I mean, I supplementation is like, I'm, I do biohacking coaching. So like I do blood work and hair mineral analysis, you know? And so like, for me, it'd be like all of a sudden, everybody and their dog is asking me about zinc. That's yeah. how it feels to me. Okay. Right. Rage right now. Yeah. I'm just like, yeah, zinc is great. Like, <laughs> you know? yeah, like exactly. that's, that's how it feels to me. I'm like, uh, why is everyone asking me about creatine all of a sudden? You know, social media, interesting. Right. Or maybe Somebody. the podcast they are pushing out that content. Cause I'm like, I never even thought about creatine until he mentioned it. I was like, Oh, I thought about creatine when I heard it's not, you know, you shouldn't take it. Maybe I, I was I like somebody who holds a lot of influence started talking yeah, about creatine. All interesting. But it is a great thing. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, you don't need it. I don't usually use creatine. The only reason I have it right now is because Brad sent me some of his whey okay. protein that has it in there. Like I'd say I've over the course of my fitness, you know, time of my life, I've used creatine. Like, you know, I had one bottle randomly that was in a supplement. Somebody sent me, I, I don't usually use it. I'm not saying that it's, you know, I, it's great. I just don't really think about it or, you know, so I'm sharing that. Cause it's like, it's not like a necessity. It's not like yeah. you can't grow muscle without it. Just eat plenty of protein and you're good, you know, right. but if you want to add it in as like a, you know, sports supplement, it's the most researched one on the planet. Like go for it. It is also awesome. You know, it's just, yeah. um, I feel like kind of the, the energy that I'm getting from people is like sort of this, like desperate, like, will that make things finally work? Mm. And if that's the energy, the answer is no, mm. you know, it might yeah. help a little, but it is like, it's like a, a, a drop in a puddle of what it takes to transform right. your body. Yeah. Truly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's interesting. Um, speaking of, so we talked about protein, we talked about creatine. Um, are there any supplements that you personally take? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, Can you go through those? Um, that would be very hard to do. And I'm a little hesitant to do it because, and I get asked this constantly, right? Like, I mean, that's probably one of the most common questions yeah. I get asked on social media is like, what supplements do you take? Right, what because, supplements? Do you? Yeah. And I generally say, I don't really want to tell you because what I'm taking, you don't need to take. I'm right. taking stuff based off of my blood work, my DNA yeah. analysis, my stool Hormones. analysis, you know? Yeah. Like I, I'm trying to think of stuff that I take that isn't like 
you know, so specific, right? I, one of them is fish oil for sure. Okay. I recommend that for everybody, okay. unless you are eating a lot of fish, you are deficient in omega threes. It is okay. like something like the statistic is like over 95% of adults. Is there a brand and, that you trust? Um, I, t- so I have like a supplement practitioner only supplement company that I use okay. with my clients. So I use that one. I believe off the top of my head that Nordic naturals might be good, but don't I don't do your homework. You. Yeah. Okay. Like just look up, like, you know, look it up before yep. you take it. And the reason I'm saying look it up is because some fish oils can actually be worse for your health because mm-hmm. they don't pr- do not take the fish oil from um, Costco over the counter. Walmart, that's a, yeah. Yeah. That stuff is usually oxidized, which that means you're like, you paying money to like decrease your health for the most part. Right. So yeah, um, you want like a high quality fish oil. So like, just do your homework, do it like a quick Google search and make sure it's like good. Right. Um, that I'd say if most people need like three to five grams a day of fish oil, most people, and especially your kids, that is the one thing I'm really adamant about with my kids, because think about it. Like when you're pregnant, it's like, oh, you got to take DHA. It's super important for brain development. Well, we all still have brains. <laughs> we we need that stuff bad. <laughs> yeah. And we don't like, if we were living off of the animals that were outside where we live, like fish and game meat and like healthy cattle, we would be getting so many more omega threes than we are getting. Like it is, that is, I'd say one of the most important things. Um, other supplements, like generally for people, um, if this isn't really a supplement, but it's, um, it feels like it kind of, it's called energy bits. It's algae. Okay. They're like these little spirulina and chlorella. My mm-hmm. kids and I all take that almost every single day. Mm-hmm. Algae spirulina and chlorella are two of the most like impactful things that you can put into your body. And those ones are like really well processed. They're like these little teeny, they look like little teeny tiny pills, but you, I, you just get like a handful and swallow them. Interesting, um, yeah. yeah, that's energybits.com. I do have a coupon code. I'm not trying to sell those, but it's no, coach yeah. Tara. Coach Tara. Want, okay. Yeah. yeah. Want 100% off of those. They're, they're definitely one of my favorites. Um, and then like hair mineral analysis was really big for me. My friend has a hair mineral. I mean, I met him professionally and now we're friends because he's like super cool, but, um, he has a company called upgraded formulas and they do hair mineral analysis on people. And then you get a consult with one of their people and they'll tell you what you need. That's, um, that's something big. My minerals are really important to me. Um, I was really magnesium deficient. I was going to say, isn't everybody like 90% of people or even maybe higher are magnesium deficient. Yes. And I yeah. was taking a reputable brand of magnesium at the time, but it wasn't being absorbed well because a lot of the mineral, the particle size are too big to really be absorbed. Mm-hmm. So his are like nano part. That's why I like kind of, I was like, Ooh, you have nano minerals. Like, cool. Cause I kind of <laughs> knew about it, but they can be a little hard to find, you know? Yeah. So that's how we connected at first, but yeah, that's really cool. I, um, I do have a coupon with that. I'm not trying to sell you guys stuff. No, I promise. It's, it's just helpful. you asked. <laughs> yeah, totally. But it's like inside out 15, I believe. And you can use that on the on the hair mineral. I use this with my clients. All my clients do this test. Um, you can use that on the test and the console and any products that you might need. And they're really honest. Like I've had some clients where they're like, no, you're good. Just, you know, get more sodium. (laughs) Interesting. So you send in a hair sample and then they will tell you based on that. Interesting. And you can check for heavy metals on there too. So I think that's a really important thing for a lot of people is like, uh, your mineral, I mean, without proper minerals, you die. That's what dying of dehydration is. It's not because all the water literally disappeared out of your body. It's your sodium potassium ratio went out of balance and you'll die from that. Mm. So if you think about that, like that means your minerals are really important and your body does a really good job of balancing those in general. But like 
I mean, I look at that people with hypothyroidism and I see like almost no selenium, you know, people might have mercury. They don't know about going on in their body. Um, uh, iodine that's a huge, mm. and you don't, you have no idea really what those levels are. Even if you get them on blood labs, yeah. like you're that, that's just how much was in your body at that specific time. Hair will show you, like, I think it's something like three months, six weeks, something like that. It's okay. a longer snapshot of what those levels are. So those are the other things I take is like, I'd say my minerals. And then I don't really want to get in the rest. Cause I don't want people just randomly wasting money and crap yeah. shooting on supplements they might not need. So go get some blood work done. And that's for upgraded formulas. Is that the hair mineral analysis? Yeah. Yeah. Upgradedformulas.com. Yeah. Okay, cool. That's interesting. Um, okay. Let's see. Can you, um, I know you have to pick up your kids soon. Briefly talk Mm -hmm. about again, your lifestyle is different. Um, I want to say all of that again, but as far as your, your workout split, and I'm sure this has changed over time. Is there like certain muscle groups you like to hit on certain days that work best for you? Sure. Yeah. Um, my general flow is Monday is legs. Okay. Uh, Tuesday is back and biceps. Okay. Uh, Wednesday is glutes, chest and abs. Okay. Thursday shoulders and triceps. And then Friday is like my fun day, my hit circuit. And then Saturday and Sunday, I either just walk or hike or, if I do go in the gym, it's like, I'm very intuitive with my body. So if I feel like I need on any of those days, if I feel like I need recovery, I just walk, but I'm, I'm, I have a pretty high recovery level these days. So it's kind of, and I sleep really well and eat really well. So it kind of takes a lot for me to get to that place. But, um, it's, then I just kind of catch up on whatever I just do, whatever I want on the weekend. Um, and that's worked really well for me. That's, I have my coach Tara app. You've probably heard me talk about, and that's exactly how it's set up in there too. So I just, I'm like, trying to show people what I do and you yeah. can take like it as long as you are in there, like hitting intensity levels. Mm-hmm. Right. And you have some way of like knowing how to optimize your form. And then you're eating like high protein. If you can handle it, eating clean, like you're going to get results, mm-hmm. you know? So, yeah. and I, I heard, I um, Jeff, uh, Cavalieri or Cavalier, yeah. uh, athlete X, um, yeah, he, yeah, he mentioned he's very knowledgeable. If you guys aren't following him on Instagram or TikTok, yeah. he just he teaches form. Very interesting yeah. um, awesome. guy. He, great YouTube channel. He's been on the Huberman Lab, but um, he talks about too that he's like there's multiple ways to skin a cat, and it's so yeah. true. It's like we feel totally. like you know going back to what you're saying, like what you know what works for you may not work for everybody else, and I want to you know really emphasize that because there are so many ways to get fit, you know, so, and get strong and feel good. And so if you're like doing all the things you're like, Oh my God, I'm not getting anywhere. Maybe tweak something a little bit, or maybe, you know, um, do some journaling on it, meditate on it, but, um, it takes time. It takes, takes a lot of time. Um, so I'm glad you mentioned, um, that, that you just like, you listen to your body now rest. You mentioned, you know, you, you listen to that. Do you try to have at least one rest day a, a week or I just let it flow. Let it flow. And I'll add that. to that. Like, if you really want to, if you really want to get there, think in terms of having fun, yeah. think in terms of enjoying the actual workout. Yeah. Cause if you're in that means to an end energy, you are going to give up. Like if somebody was like saying like, okay, Tara, you got to practice the trombone every day. And I didn't really want to practice the <laughs> trombone. Like I'm going to avoid the crap out of that Me and totally. like not do it. Right. Cause I don't want to play the trombone. Right. But if somebody's like, Hey, 
all your friends are going to come over and actually your favorite reggae artist is going to come teach you how to play the trombone. I'm like, yep, I cannot wait to play the trombone, you know? Like, yeah. And so it's that it's like enjoying the process. I, I tell like my male clients, I'm like, look at Dwayne Johnson, look at the rock. Does he look like he's done? You know, cause no. I get these questions from these like high achiever guys a lot. And they're yeah. like, how far can I get in two months? And I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> okay, yes, we can do that whole thing. Cause I know you thrive off of that. And then what you're just done. Yeah. Like we've got to talk, think in terms of enjoying the process. That is when everything clicked for me. It was like, I just want to go train. Yeah. I just actually looking forward to getting my music on and like, you know, like having fun and playing. Like that's when things started to go kaboom. When it was this mm. pressured mentality of like, okay, I got to get this done so that I can get skinny and fit. It's just like, that sucks. And it's exhausting. It's just so unenjoyable. You're not going to keep doing it. So yeah, I just really have to make a push for like, if you're not enjoying it, switch it up, figure out what you're not enjoying. Is it the actual gym you go to? Do your workout clothes suck? And they're like uncomfortable. That is like, a big part of, <laughs> I feel like is. overall, like just confidence in the gym. If you are wearing, and I used to be this too. I used to wear my old college faded shirts and yeah, not too. feeling freaking cute. Right. And then I'm like, Oh, when I'm wearing something a little bit more form fitting or that matches my body, I'm like, right. you know, my right. body type, it's like, that changes you. The color, you know, I love right. working out in black, you know, if I'm wearing something else, that's great. But, um, you know, what color do you feel most confident? You know, like the, the right. texture of the leggings, the fit of the leggings, if you're wearing leggings that are loose in your ass, like right. you're not going to feel cute. <laughs> right. Exactly. And it do- that stuff does matter because oh, totally. there are these yeah. little subconscious barriers that we have, like, Oh, yeah. I don't feel, but you're like, Ooh, I can't wait to wear that cute outfit. You're going to go. Yes. If you like your music playlist and that's really yeah. fun for you, it's going to make you want to go. If you like the actual gym environment or you love your home gym or whatever it is, it's like, we are reward driven little beings. Right. And so if there's things that make us look forward to it, we will just keep doing it. Um, in terms of consistency to me, like people, like they'll see that I have muscle or something. And I'll get these little comments in public and people will say like, Oh, that's a lot of hard work. And I honestly just can't, I'm like, not really. Like that's seriously how I feel because Mm. I'm like, that's like me telling somebody drinking their coffee every day is a lot of hard work. Right. That's how yeah. it feels to me because it is that fun for me. Like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, I know it was in the beginning because I wasn't used to it and I had to learn a lot of things and get over all these mindset humps. So yeah, in the beginning now I'm like, this is like literally my most favorite part of the day. It's like yeah. going to recess and play. Like, I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't really feel like it's a lot of hard work. It feels like play to me, you yeah. know? And it's a blessing to be able to do that. Cause I kind of coming yeah. back to that gratitude piece, like, damn, you're doing this yeah. for me right now. You know, if we yeah. look at it that through that perspective. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I know you got to go. Um, let me talk. I want to just like everything that all the content you're, you're spitting out into the world. Let's talk about briefly, um, your, you mentioned your, your app. Um, if you follow her on TikTok, make sure you are following, what is it on TikTok? Coach Tara, coach Coach Tara Garrison. Yeah. It's T-A-R-A. You guys, you're going to find a ton of great workouts. She goes over form. That's why I was attracted to her. Cause I was like, Oh, nice. that's how I do that. You know, and lifting freaking heavy to where you're like, Oh my God, if you're not making an ugly face then what are you freaking doing? You know, <laughs> just like these repetitive moves. Okay. I'm done. Like I noticed that in the gym today. I'm like, why are you here? You know? And yeah. I've been there too, but it's like, you're not doing anything like, and you it's know, boring like that. Yes. You're just wasting your own time. Like 
mindlessly doing. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But okay. So let's talk about your, your app. What can they expect out of that? Oh, thanks. Yeah. So all of my social media workouts are in there in an organized library. So that's kind of a nice little bonus, but there's also a 12 month journey mm -hmm. in training and I have it for at home and the gym in there. Perfect. And then I have nutrition section. So keto or just balance macros, how to navigate between the two. Um, and one of my favorite parts is, um, so for my one-on-one -on -one coaching, I do training, nutrition, mindset, and biohacking. So I put all of those into the app. And so for mindset, I was like, I don't want to bore them to death. Like what, what would be actually be kind of fun. And so, um, I love nature. I think nature is a portal to like our higher selves and like clarity in our lives. And so I'm trying to encourage people to get out in nature. So I all over, I, we even have Spain, I got Switzerland coming. Cause now I have some awesome people who are contributing some of their places, but there's these beautiful nature walks all over the world. And I take people through a little 22 minute mindset journey in those. So that's oh, like one fun. of one of my favorite parts of it, but mostly I think most people are probably subscribing for the training. So it's like, if you want me to be, I never done something like that. I'm not a group fitness instructor. So for more of like a strength coach trainer to be actually doing the workout with people, I was yeah. like, all right, I got this, you know? <laughs> so if you want to like work yeah. out with me, that's what that is. So yeah. cool. So cool. Okay. Then tell us about your podcast. Um, inside out health podcast. So okay. it's on all the platforms and everything of mine you can find on my website. It's taragarrison.com. Um, I have, I do do retreats so far, just one a year. I have not announced my 2024 one, except for the people who came to the one I just did in Maui oh. and we already have 21 deposits on it. So I don't know how many other people are going to be able to come to Sedona, but watch for it there. My retreat. Okay. So you, you pick a different area each year. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I pick areas of the planet that I feel really strong transformation energy in myself oh, wow. when okay. I go there. And so that's how I'm choosing the locations. So what we can they expect out of a retreat. Uh, diving as deep into your soul as you possibly can in a really enjoyable way with a bunch of cool people having fun and a really epic location. Cool. Yeah. So cool. it's like a lot of transformation work. Um, but like fun, fun is a huge priority to me. Yeah. <laughs> so it's always yeah. going to be fun too. Cool. Um, uh, yeah. And then let's see what else. I just, Instagram, uh, Instagram and Facebook is coach Tara Garrison just across the board. Um, and I think, you know, I do do one-on-one -on -one coaching. I'm limited on how many clients I can take. I, so I don't know if when people listen to this, if I'll have an opening, but, um, you can find out about that on my website, just terragarrison.com. Awesome. And I will leave, um, all of that in the show notes. I just want to thank you so much for your, your time. Um, listen to her podcast. You've had a lot of cool, um, people on your podcast, just very knowledgeable people. I was listening to the one the other day about, um, I forget his name, the gentleman that was, um, constantly like binge eating. And he like oh, talked yeah. about his inner self about like, he called it like his inner pig. He's like, you don't have to call it that, but you know, I feel like that was like super like <laughs> relatable great. And stuff. Yeah. So that was <laughs> yeah. interesting. So, um, Sisson Mark, is it Mark Sisson? Yeah. Mark Sisson has yeah. been on there. Yep. Yeah. Primal blueprint. I'm sure you've seen, um, his stuff in the store target. He has dressing and just very, yeah. very knowledgeable. He's been on all the podcasts. So kudos to you of like, you know, connecting, connecting with these very knowledgeable people and just like spreading your knowledge and teaching people and coaching people. And just thank you for your time today. Thank you. Thank you so much. You're such a gifted podcaster. I'm glad you're doing this. So thank oh, you. Thank you so thank much you. for having me. Yes, of course. And maybe we'll see each other at a reggae concert one of these yeah. days. <laughs> That'd be amazing. All right, you guys, if you love this episode, please make sure you can spread the love by sharing this episode. Uh, tag coach Tara Garrison and myself on Instagram. All of our stuff is in the show notes. And remember, you got this.
Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you love this episode, make sure you are subscribed so you know when more episodes come available. My goal is to inspire others to become their vision and one way to get the word out is with reviews. I would really appreciate it if you left an honest review on iTunes and it would mean so much to me. Thanks again and remember to go after the life you want. Bye guys. Bye guys.